0: Everybody, welcome back to the Great Time Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. You're here with Wolfiel, <laughs> Wolfiel Schwartz. <laughs> You're here with old Wolfiel Brando and Shark Johnson.
1: Shark Johnson.
0: Whatever happened
1: to old Shark Johnson?
0: We, we uh, Yeah, we let Shark Johnson, my Shark Johnson alias go. we got to bring him back.
1: We do need to bring back Shark Johnson
0: because... He's the leading man of the underwater action comic
1: book series... Comic strip I'm working on. <laughs> nice, it's in my head. Well, I just want to bring him back because it's it's Shark Week and he is Shark Johnson.
0: So yeah, I got home last night.
1: Yeah, my wife had on The Bachelorette. Yeah, I've ne- I've never seen The Bachelorette. Is it like The Bachelor? Yeah, but except it, with but guys, a, a bunch of guys,
0: a bunch of guys trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's the, the show is so sensationalized. Well, Yeah, like I think. the drama that they bring in. Is it's fake? It's manufactured. I know. Manufactured. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, millions of people. Oh, sit I know. Glued to their TV screens every. I know. They yeah. every night watching this show, like all waiting to see who she kicks off and
1: have you watched? Who that? she's
0: keeping there? It's out of the background. I've seen. I've seen.
1: And does, of it. have you been sucked into it at all, or? Not really, you're like, it still doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't do anything for me. Okay. To be but, honest, but, but I've but never I, seen it, so I'm not going to criticize too much. I have seen minutes of The Bachelor. Okay, yeah. And yeah. that was enough for me.
0: Okay, so it, it's similar to that. You know, it's the okay. same thing, but just yeah, it's, it's not my opposite. cup of tea. It's, yeah. it's the opposite way. But they take these stories and, you know, something little happens and they turn it into something huge, right? The The producers, the director, I mean, they really. Overemphasize mm-hmm. every little thing and turn every little mistake into the fullest. They inflate of drama. it, of course. You know, yeah, fully,
1: fully inflated. Do you think anybody else does that? I well, that, well, so then it seems to be the sign of the times, if you ask me. Yeah. So my point is, I have my wife. I'm like
0: Shark Week, son. Let's uh, muffle <laughs> the trail.
1: <laughs> she's like Shark Week is nothing compared to the Bachelor. Right? <laughs> she,
0: she goes. Uh, she's like, but this is the final click. <laughs> 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 shark. <week>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. And Sharks of the Badlands is on. And I'm thinking to myself as I'm watching this. The real Badlands? But the Badlands were inland. No, no. It was sh- Sharks of the Badlands. Where
1: are the Badlands? It was out off of New Zealand is where they were. Oh, are those, those aren't the Badlands I'm thinking of. Go ahead. So they were
0: talking about how off of Cape Cod, over here in the States... This year alone we've had like 150 white sharks recorded off of the coast. So they went over to this area off of New Zealand where there's known to be all these great white sharks and they're testing this new surveillance equipment. Those white sharks you talked about are those great white sharks? Great white sharks, yeah. Sometimes they call them whites. And then they're going to take they're going to take this information that they get about the the sharks and hopefully bring it back to the States or back over to Cape Cod area to understand them a little bit more. But I'm thinking to myself as I'm watching this show, I don't know if it's the same producers as who's doing (laughs) The Bachelorette (laughs) because you talk about over-sensationalizing and over-dramatizing every little thing.
1: Dude, History Channel is known for that shit. Uh, what's the other one that is supposed to be real documentary type. Here's the real story. And you know this from, you know, the few times I've worked with people that have been working on diving shows that are supposed to be documentary style. They have to create incidents. They're like, "Hey, can't we have somebody, you know, run out of air or something?" Can't you Correct, get a right, right. Stabbed by your buddy accidentally, or speared, or a shark get you, or we need something. Otherwise, it's boring. Realize, yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. Like really good divers make for a
1: boring ass TV show. Exactly. So.
0: And then, like, like that's the thing is, you're sitting there watching The Bachelorette, and what you see is, you know, she's pissed at him because uh, you know he got caught looking at another girl uh, at the restaurant. But when really all it was is he dropped his napkin, mm. bent over to pick up the napkin. Some gal walks by, and but they're going to explode and create some story around it just to create the drama. And in the shark show, I'm watching the little cage that they're moving. You know, there's an issue with one of the scooter props, so they can't they can't go, they can't escape. Uh-huh. And I mean, the the music comes in, the uh-huh. you know, yeah. all dramatic, really ramping it up, peaking this the crescendoing music falling into commercials. So now you get to watch all those uh yeah. those commercials rolling through because you don't want to miss that next scene. Well done, but I, I look at it. I think to myself people got to realize
1: I don't think the shows they do. are
0: pro- all these shows are produced the bachelor The Bachelorette, shark week everything it's all produced
1: I know you're an optimist and you want to give people the benefit of the doubt I've lived in this world 10 years more than you I used to be a little more like you I don't think they do well, I don't even- think they have it within them and they don't want to either they like it they don't want to look at the reality
0: well, uh, well. So that's my point. Is like even like these hunting for the pirate treasure gold and, and all these shows, you're sold the story right. as it's like this reality TV, right. but it's not reality. It's, it's not all, reality it's at all, all. Dramatized and yes. sensationalized stories.
1: Yeah, the re- the real story is probably quite boring. Um, Unless you know, unless it takes a long, long time, and then you only condense it down to the exciting parts. It's like anyone's life. I think
0: like twenty years ago or whatever it was that reality TV first hit, you might have had one season of reality TV, and then immediately it was, yeah. boom, we got a, we can make these stories better to keep the audience.
1: It was attracted. a produced show cloaked in a reality name, but yeah, you're right. It's just like most of the the contestants aren't like average people. They're actor wannabes, right? Right. They're people that have, you know, are trained actors, so they know how to over dramatize something. Yeah, just the they're aver- just not famous actors. <laughs> right. The average Joe is not an average Joe right. on the show, exactly.
0: But they do have a couple of interesting shows coming up this this season On Shark Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm a, listening. Yeah, so there's a few that uh, I'm gonna try to. Catch and watch, and I, I noticed that they've got like some new. Um, they had some new stuff from Isla Guadalupe with that big, deep blue shark, that big mama. Oh yeah, so that was kind of interesting. You know, seeing where these are coming from, and they got a couple cool ones coming up about the the mako shark and how it is a the just the perfect predator. Some, some, some cool things coming up, so it'll be interesting to see what the people think of. This year's Shark Week. So, listeners out there, let us know. Send us a message.
1: To be honest, I haven't seen Shark Week in a few years. Really, it's usually too busy around here. Well, the the the, uh, the sharks have been busy out in the real world, actually. I've I've there's caught been a couple a, been a yeah. couple
0: attacks just this uh, past week. I I heard on the news
1: killed this morning. Was no, they no, bitten? Yes, Were they bitten?
0: No, eaten, <laughs> swallowed whole. <laughs> There was a, there was a story, a couple stories out of Florida, I think from over the weekend, pretty, you know, a uh, uh, pretty funny of a surfer dude
1: Yeah, down he...
0: near like Cocoa Beach, Florida. He's out there surfing, gets bitten in the arm by what they think was a black tip. They weren't, they weren't positive. But it was a relatively small shark came up, he was kind of paddling out on his board and it, came up and bit him in the elbow. And he kind of knocks it off, fights it off a little bit. There's some video, some really grainy like, yeah. surveillance video of, from the beach of, of of the footage. So the guy rushes back to shore. A couple of the surfer buddies are like, dude, dude, you got <laughs> bit, man, dude. <laughs> That's cool. So he goes, I'm going to the bar. Because <laughs> <laughs> people are going to buy me... Drinks all night long when they see this.
1: I mean, if you're gonna have so we, a shark attack, it's gonna leave a cool scar.
0: So it's it. it wasn't, and if you're a young guy, it you wasn't just a sit at ripped
1: the... open, mangled, right?
0: I mean, it was it. It was it was uh. It was bleeding, and like a ring of like puncture wounds, but not crazy deep. So he go. So he goes over to the, the pure pub. I like this guy's it's, style it, so far. Drink spot for me. Yeah, that was great. <laughs>
1: When I was young, if that would have happened, I'd have been, dude, Shark Attack made it. I made I survived Shark Attack.
0: Yeah, like one of the best stories. <laughs> it's gonna be, in be a world, cool scar. Know. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Do you think that, that he's gonna get lucky with that? I sure hope so. I would think that if you couldn't spin that shark attack into some some funny business, you need to work on your game a little. Oh if, if you can even the even I could do that.
0: If you can't score with that story,
1: you you have no game at all. You have nothing.
0: Hang up the boots. <laughs>
1: If you didn't get the boost of a shark attack, that would be a good like game, like uh, you know the game a game called Your Game, and you're you're trying to pick up women, and you get extra boosts, like you get to choose between a shark attack and a cool car. Which one are you going to take? Oh, shark attack! Oh, easily, easily. easily. That, that's easily. a way, better
0: that's a way better story and 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 fuel for for action.
1: Shark attack, British accent, a good well, British well, okay. accent.
0: But wait, wait, wait. Where do you live? Where are you at? Because if you're oh in Britain, oh you're yeah, a it's yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, but if you <clears throat> will like, have to say, you know, if you're down in uh, if you're like in Southern California, go, hello, ma'am. <laughs> can I, I buy think, you? A, uh... Can I buy you a drink?
1: <laughs> I mean, like a, a Sean Connery Scottish. Well, that's Scottish. You said British. I know, but he's supposed to be British, but he's. And Scott, Scotland is part of the British Isles, so. Oh,
0: way to piss off all of our uh, <laughs> <laughs> British. Eh,
1: Scots ain't British. <laughs> so things like that, I no, think that would be kind but, of a cool but game. I'll tell you, I'm still taking the shark. I'm still taking the. French shark. accent. I'm, still taking, the, French I'm, I'm accent. still taking the shark. What about the whole French language? Because, listen. I, like I, a fluent in French language. Would you take that over a shark attack? Only if I could have like a fake identity of like some. What would trump a shark attack yeah. then?
0: I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe like you just fought off a mugger on the streets. But even then, you know, and for like some uh, distressed maiden, you came to her rescue. That'd be. A, I, that, I mean, that's a pretty good. Story. That's a
1: good card too. But I. To me, name, I'd yeah. still take the shark attack. I don't know. We will have to work on this game because I think it could be good. Yeah, yeah. I think it could be huge. <laughs> James well, is getting me like it's a d- dumbass game. I don't think. Call it Milton it. Bradley. Call Melton Bradley. I don't know if they're listening. I want you people <laughs> you to know you got the idea here. The Great Dive Podcast.
0: So I pulled up the international shark attack file nice. that lists the yearly worldwide shark attack summary. And this year they investigated one hundred and thirty incidents of alleged shark human interactions occurring worldwide in 2018. Sixty-six cases represent confirmed unprovoked shark attacks on humans. 34 of the remaining cases were confirmed as provoked attacks on humans. Now, I know what you're asking.
1: What are, the, what are these What's people doing? What's the difference doing? between unprovoked <laughs> no. and provoked? What are they or, doing the to the hell these sharks? What you doing to provoke yeah. a shark attack? Calling them names?
0: Hey, look at the lemon shark. <laughs> hey, Lemony. Hey,
1: Mr. Lemonade. Hey, Mr. Lemonhead. I'm thinking like most of the provoked are like fishermen.
0: Well, funny you should ask.
1: Not asking.
0: So, the unprovoked attacks are defined as incidents where an attack on a live human occurs in the shark's natural habitat with no human provocation of the shark.
1: Hence the term unprovoked, meaning no provocation.
0: (laughs) Versus the provoked attacks occur when a human initiates interaction with a shark in some way. These include instances where divers are bitten after harassing or trying to touch sharks, attacks on spear fishers, attacks on people attempting to feed sharks, bites occurring while unhooking or removing a shark from a fishing net, etc. Yeah, so like you're at the beach and you you're getting a little warm so you go walk into the mm-hmm. water to cool down, you get bit, unprovoked attack, right? You're, you're at our, home,
1: you're cooking dinner, you hear the doorbell ring, you open the door, Ah! Land shark. yeah our land shark attacks <laughs> versus uh
0: you're in the water and you see a shark and you're trying to get closer for the picture or you're you know a you're, selfie the, the, with the shark. you're doing trying to get a selfie with the shark you uh, see a shark tail laying in the the down in the coral reef of mm-hmm. that little nurse shark and you Grab tug it. on the yeah. tail to try to get it out so you can, your buddy can get a better picture.
1: No, you're the dive master that's doing that usually. Right, yeah. But watch this. <laughs> Go tug on that tail of the shark so that uh, you get a bigger tip. So
0: of all those attacks, there were five fatal. Only five? Five of, so five what? of the
1: 130 investigated incidents are fatal. That's, this is international. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's, that's not that much if you ask me. Oh, very, very little. Yeah, yeah. So that's like a 3% or 4% of of the attacks are fatal. It's as if your chances of being fatally wounded by a shark are less than, I'm going to guess, less than lightning strikes.
0: Well, correct.
1: Because and yet we you, don't have a lightning strike be, week.
0: <laughs> well, when you uh, because it, that's hard to Because there's no drama? No drama.
1: Mm, okay.
0: You could though. Are we getting to the I mean, bottom? We, we could create the drama.
1: Lightning strike week? yeah
0: lead character
1: some guy was just like the lightning strikes are divided into provoked and unprovoked (laughs) lightning strike attacks (laughs) you can't get me (laughs) lightning lightning! i'm on top of a a, a skyscraper (laughs) with an umbrella shouting your electricity (laughs) is no (laughs) match for me
0: (laughs) so they say that the number of human shark interactions Is strongly correlated with time spent by humans in the sea. If you can believe that one, imagine that. (laughs) And it 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 appears that if you go in the ocean, it appears that there's a low (laughs) number of mountain bikers (laughs) complaining about shark attacks. There's a higher there's a higher proportion of (laughs) snorkelers who are trying to take picture of fur seals. In a, bla- in a black wetsuit, <laughs> <laughs> yes. than there are uh, rock climbers summiting their their top three peaks, complaining hmm. of shark attacks.
1: So to rephrase that, you're saying that you're more likely to get attacked by a shark in the water, specifically in ocean, than you are, say, for example, riding your bike on land. There, there, the. The statistics would <laughs> confirm this. How much money did the government give to these people? Wait, 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 wait! Getting wait, wait. all these stats together, they're doing pretty good. I Conspiracy! I'm
0: the conspiracy isn't <laughs> over yet. The
1: conspiracy.
0: Here is where the conspiracy falls. So, the conspiracy is: the United States had the largest number of unprovoked attacks. Thirty-two of the sixty-six. Australia came in second with 20.
1: How do you say shark attack in Australian? Foster's. You go. Foster's. It's Australian for shark attack.
0: Fuck me dead, mate. That's a Fuck. lot of shark attacks.
1: Crikey,
0: mate. Nice. So, so this is a, it was a decline, though, because uh, in 2017, 60% of the worldwide attacks were in the U.S.
1: What, are, what is it now? What's the percent? 48 but when you're talking so little of a number it's not really that big of a deal that get that could be just normal fluctuation right i think it
0: is right because australia their 20 unprovoked incidents were slightly higher than in the uh the last five year average
1: maybe the sharks are vacationing a little more time here in the united states and they're getting hungry well
0: the uh We have been doing more international tourism advertising. Now, over here in the U.S., following right along with the normal trend of shark attack incidents, Florida has had the most unprovoked attacks, representing 24% of the worldwide total. So 16 of the 32 were in Florida. One. Oh, half really. One in California, one in Georgia, three in Hawaii. How about the East Coast? East Coast, there were two in Represent. Massachusetts, two in New York, two in uh, North Carol or uh, three in North Carolina, three in South Carolina. So that that East Coast, and we, we've been seeing when, when you look at the the little maps with the
1: tagged sharks right, that right. are you know, in the is There is some increase action. Yeah, you know why. You know what's manufactured on the East Coast? And th- uh, this is my theory anyway. Cheese balls. <laughs> Cheese balls <laughs> I had to get it in there somewhere. I was I've been looking for an opening. <laughs> Shout out to our Canadian friends. Any attacks in Canada, eh? I show I show none. That have been investigated out of Canada. So Canada is the safest nation in the world to live in as far as shark attacks. I think we have the data to support that right now. I think this should be Canada's new tourism motto. Canada. 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 You won't get eaten by a shark. (laughs) 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 Eh? (laughs) Canada. When you you don't want to die from a shark attack. Canada. Canada. Pure yeah, Canada. Pure Canada. <laughs> I, I
0: think I think the ad should be like your you typical like Canadian guy. And there's this like scene take off, hoser. Like, this giant like drones, like aerial drone footage, and it, it just zooms in closer and closer and closer and closer, and comes in on this one guy standing at the water's edge, and then it, it says, "Canada, you won't get eaten by a shark." And then and there. then as it fades back out, like a giant polar bear just comes. <laughs> like, <"Whoa!" laughs> <laughs> and it just goes to the Canadian flag. you know. So the summary of these attacks by activity put at the overwhelming top of the list.
1: Shaving and you get a nick.
0: Shave, <laughs> shaving while you're treading water in the ocean in Florida. <laughs> you get a nick. Number one. They, they forgot to put it on, actually. But it was number one.
1: Swimming, activity, I would have to say. It's swimming. Swimming
0: is number two. Oh, really? Surfing and board sports is number one. That makes sense. With fifty three percent
1: swimming or wading in the water was at thirty. Where's diving in that? In unprovoked diving attacks?
0: Would you slow down? Just you just always want to get right to the (laughs) right to the meat. I know you're you're
1: you're like the bachelorette producer. I'm just the real guy out there. You're not
0: even enjoying (laughs) the fine breads of this sandwich. You just true. want to get right to the meat. You're, these are these are hand-baked
1: breads. True. You're right. Hand-mixed <laughs> condiments flavoring the... Do you have any hot peppers on the sandwich? I'm, I'm putting them on right oh, now. Okay. I'll slow peppers. down then. If I can get some hot peppers, I'm good to go.
0: So, surfing, swimming. Next is snorkeling. And it goes from, you know, 53% at surfing, 30% of them are swimming, 6% snorkeling, freediving.
1: Okay, but... All, scuba? Being,
0: all being up at the surface, right? Right. Well, and that's... we talked a little bit right. about that yeah. last week when we looked at old Henry
1: Morse and yes. floating at the surface. He was freediving, yeah. Looking
0: like the seal, looking like the, the fur seal in the black wetsuit. Body surfing and horseplay
1: come next. There's it. an actual category called horseplay.
0: Yeah, so you know, splashing around the surface, yeah. screwing around, horseplay. playing games. Yeah.
1: What about shenanigans? That'd be, that filed, a... <laughs> that'd be filed under horseplay. Water shenanigans. Water shenanigans by hooligans. Do you got shenanigans by hooligans in there? <laughs> That's a completely different study. <laughs> we have to get we have to get another grant to do that study. Scuba
0: falls in at five percent.
1: Really? Of, that much? The, of the uh activity on scuba. So th- this is unprovoked still? Unprovoked. unprovoked. So of
0: the of the international worldwide yearly shark attack summary. Of which there were 130
1: incidents, like we said earlier. So 5%. 5% of those were on scuba. So was that six people? Seven people, maybe?
0: Now, it says, following recent trends, surfers and those participating in board sports accounted for most incidents. This group spends a large amount of time in the surf zone, an area commonly frequented by sharks, and may unintentionally attract sharks by splashing paddling and wiping out swimmers and waders accounted for 30 percent of the incidents snorkelers and freedivers
1: six percent and scuba divers five percent i would have thought it'd been a lot lower
0: yeah it would be interesting to see an incident report on the
1: right unprovoked shark attacks how many of them are liars (laughs)
0: <laughs> and they you were provoking. Yes. That is a definitely a consideration. I think um I th- I would assume that these are also a little bit of mistaken identity like in an area of yeah. of low vis. feeding you
1: know, I, feeding grounds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a a, a case of you're in endless visibility. Right. Because as intimidating as seeing a shark out in the, the open water can be, they're really pretty skittish. True. they don't want any. Do they want they want to kind of shoot away pretty mm-hmm. quick, you know? So you, you generally don't see that. But I mean I have I've seen I've seen videos and I've seen stories of of divers who, you know, uh were were on a big wall dive and in, in one of those big oceanic white tips. Came by and I think there was just so much activity and agitation of people, you know, panicking and, and, and freaking out, you know, that just got the, sh- the shark kind of spooked a little bit. Mm-hmm. and wasn't sure what was going on and took a chomp of some guy's leg, which brings us to the story of what I wanted to get to was this lessons for life story of a diver who panicked after seeing a shark. This is a story out of Scuba Diving Magazine again, their Lessons for Life area. This was from 2015. Kind of reinforces that you shouldn't panic, period. Right, but somebody who doesn't have that much experience in the water, that much practice, seeing the shark kind of sent, S- sent her into a bit of a panic, yeah. gets scared and kind of forgets everything about all the training that she
1: had and uh, what should be the normal correct thing to do. So I guess the amount of training wasn't enough to make an instinct. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even at this beginner level, it has to be at a level where the instinct is overridden by the training.
0: Yeah, no doubt about
1: it. I mean, you would—that's that's that's what you're aiming for. I I know it's difficult.
0: It is difficult because that's that's a hard. Like, how how are you going to put shark awareness training into a a scuba program, especially when they when they're they're trying so hard? They're trying so hard to really not even talk about
1: a shark. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that because you can't really. I mean, that's kind of a ridiculous thing. I mean, you do probably say, "Hey, if sharks are out there, you know, don't panic." But you can say that. I I, I don't. I I don't say valid
0: Topic of discussion? Well, yeah, West. it is,
1: and I I have talked about it because everybody asks. They're every, going to ask you about everybody a shark. asks. Yeah. and you just say you're going to be lucky if you see one.
0: Listen, everybody, it's the most interesting and concerning topic about scuba diving. I mean, every every time I've uh, ever had to do like a, a speech and a, a yeah, you go to a, school and talk, talk, <laughs> talk to school you kids. Ever, you ever you swam with the whole sharks? Whole, <laughs> right, you got a whole, yeah, whole yeah. bag of scuba gear. to How talk How deep about. have you
1: gone? It's it's, what about sharks? You got treasure? 40, yeah, forty-five.
0: <laughs> no, it's a forty-five-minute discussion about sharks every single time.
1: Did I read you that one? I talked to that class. They were all like six or seven years old, and then they wrote made a book for me. Right? I showed you that. Didn't yeah, I? yeah. Thank you, Mr. Schwartz. Yes. I learned that you've never been attacked by a shark and you haven't found any treasure. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think they all wrote that. Glad I could help. Anyway, I'm, my thing isn't so much that like you're going to train them to not panic when you see a shark. You're going to try to instill in them you can't panic, whether it's a shark whether it's James Bond's enemies, chaos, or whoever come, is coming at you with a knife, you can't panic.
0: You can't panic.
1: If you have an equipment problem, you can't panic. If your buddy's having an issue, you can't panic. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is That's right, where the you. instinct yep, yep. versus you. And that's what we say in class, too. You can't possibly address everything you could encounter underwater, every problem. You can't teach somebody that. So, so but to you, teach but you, them, don't panic. Yeah, solve you, it underwater. You
0: can teach them, yeah, solve your problems underwater. If you, if you plan your gas... You dive in a team, right, so you have resources with you, you can work your way home right, n- really, no matter what happens
1: underwater that's the whole idea. all I'm making a comment on is, and I don't think this person is uncommon it's just not trained into them because they do the blow and go every class get to the surface buoyant yeah it's buoyant uh, emergency ascent or controlled emergency ascent, you have to do. But then also they say, toss your weights and just ah." get to the surface. That's where safety is. right?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Well, Wendy loved diving. She loved the sights and the lack of noise. She didn't love sharks, mate. Crikey. She she didn't love (laughs) sharks. She loved the feeling of the warm water and the weightlessness. The only thing she didn't love was sharks. Misrepresentations of sharks in the media caused her to think that they were nothing more than mindless killing machines.
1: Like an over dramatized story on Shark Week Discovery Channel.
0: <laughs> so far, Wendy hadn't had to face her fear underwater. But then she saw something move on the other side of the reef something big. Croiky. Dun, dun, dun. That's not a shock
1: that's a shock (laughs) that's a shock
0: so Wendy was in her mid 40s generally healthy had a couple of minor issues with her lower back but nothing that would keep her from diving she'd only been diving for a few years but Wendy enjoyed the social and health benefits of the sport her one concern was seeing a shark she couldn't pinpoint exactly why she was afraid of them but the fear was there never far from her mind which is why Wendy should have went diving in Canada. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about her dive. The air was warm and mild, just like the water. Wendy and her buddy Robert were making a boat dive in the Caribbean, about 40 feet below the surface. Wendy was entranced by the scene. The bright sun dappled the water, giving a kaleidoscope effect. She had been underwater about 20 minutes veering away from the boat, only to explore nearby reefs and swim-throughs. Swimming slowly through a crack between two coral formations, Wendy caught something out of the corner of her eye that made her stop dead. She wasn't sure what it was. All she saw was the tail.
1: What kind of tail was it? Well so this is I mean so long the, furry tail they're, <laughs> they're painting <laughs> It's this, a lima
0: mate <laughs> So they're painting this picture of of a dive you know every experienced diver's probably done hundreds of times Mhm right The shallow warm Caribbean waters the beautiful reef beautiful colors which isn't really what you think of when you think shark attack
1: No because you're enjoying it too much it's too comfortable
0: well, and, and it's it's too pretty of an environment.
1: Well, that's what I mean. I mean yeah. And,
0: and the, I mean the shark, the sharks are are not down cruising a, a reef like that looking but for they're, food.
1: They're actually there to balance out the picture because there is just too much blue and blues and greens. Got to add some red. Sure, sure. But, but what kind of uh, I mean, what kind of shark are you going to see, on
0: that dive? A Reef shark. Okay, so. A, a four to six foot
1: reef, right,
0: right, right, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but you're not you're, you're not a, waiting. That you're not going to
1: see a great white, a Tiger, not. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you could see a uh, bull shark, maybe. They like to, but they like dark waters, don't they? Right, Murky. That, that,
0: That's where you get that mistaken identity, right. where they, they can't and they see like, it.
1: and they're just like chomping at everything. Yeah, but don't they make up a good portion of the shark? Yes, so is, Yeah, the
0: bulls yeah. are a, about the most. Aggressive. I mean, aggressive, yeah. and if you're going to be fearful of any, like that's Those kind of sharks, a, yeah. the ones to to be afraid of, uh, of seeing. Uh, the big tigers that'll eat virtually anything, yeah, yeah, that can yeah. be pretty bad. But, I mean, the shark that you're going to see on this reef, I mean, you're going to see, a, like, a black tip that's, like, mm-hmm. four to six feet, smaller than me, right? So you see a shark like that, it's not going to try to eat me whole. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I look at it like out on the 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 lion out on the out in the desert. Right? The lion's plains. not looking to it's the plains.
1: They don't like the desert that much. Well, plains. Thank you for that clarification.
0: But the 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 big the big predator cat out there is not looking to attack something its own size, and its own strength, and to to put up a fight. It's looking for that wounded gazelle oh, at the end okay. of the pack that it can take down fairly yeah. easy. And get a get a simple, easy meal to eat, right. and I think sharks are in a in a in a way are very similar to that. They're not they're not looking to just attack something to put up a fight to potentially injure themselves. Right. They want a sure kill. Yeah. Right. So Wendy sees the tail. Her heart began beating faster and her breathing quickened, but she was more curious than alarmed. At this point, she decided to investigate glancing behind her to make sure Robert was in sight before slowly moving forward. Now, when Wendy uh, didn't see anything, she began to relax. It must have been her imagination, she thought. And then a six-foot Caribbean reef shark appeared from between the coral heads. It slowly passed by Wendy a few feet below and 20 feet to her right. So there, out of her, you know, off in the distance, Mm -hmm. 20 feet away, a few feet deeper than her, she sees... A shark swims by. Now, I've been in the water with people when a shark swims by, like a reef shark, like this. Right, this is almost same, same exact story, right? And they get the you know hands out like, oh <laughs> shit, stop right there! You know, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And the the, the eyes go big, which in reality, the, the what do you do is keep breathing, right? Stay neutrally buoyant, enjoy the sight, and be careful. You know, because in the next couple of seconds, that thing's going to be gone. So Mm -hmm. keep a view and uh, enjoy it while it lasts. So the shark didn't react at all, but that didn't matter to Wendy. Her heart rate and breathing immediately escalated. She couldn't catch her breath and she was suddenly consumed with fear, convinced the shark was circling around behind her. She twisted in the water to find Robert, but he was snapping photos of the shark as it swam by. God damn it, Robert. (laughs)
1: Robert! Did you just not see that shark try to attack me? What is wrong with you, Robert? (laughs) Typical Robert. Don't you know we're
0: in danger, Robert? So it it does say that uh, she said was thinking, what is wrong with him? Doesn't he know we're in danger? She started spinning in circles trying to see the shark, but her jerky motions and rapid breathing made things worse. And in seconds, the only thing Wendy could think of was getting as far away from the shark as possible. She bolted to the surface. So when we look back at our shark stats, over 50% of them occurred at the surface from surfing and boogie boarding, right? Right. And then another 30% were from... Shenanigans. Swimming. And horseplay. And another uh, chunk was snorkeling and freediving, which really left um, 8% of shark unprovoked shark attacks being scuba or other water activities. 8%? Oh, I thought it was 5% well, for scuba. 5% for scuba, and then when you add up to other little oh, incidentals, others. it comes up okay, to... 8%. Meaning 92% of shark attacks are bobbing around at moving surface, at moving at the surface. Or,
1: or walking in the surf zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: right. right, right. So because she's uncomfortable and panic and panic takes over from Rational calculated thinking. logical yeah. thinking, right, you just bolt to the surface and you're trying to avoid getting attacked by the shark, so you're gonna go to the place that's if it's going to occur ninety two percent of the time, you're panicking and going to the place where it's going to occur.
1: Absolutely, an insurance guy would tell you he'd he'd be like, "Now I have to jack up your insurance against shark attacks if you bolt to the surface. If you would just stay underwater, it's pretty low. It's a pretty low in premium. If you bolt to the surface, we got to increase your rates because now you're in the place where you're likely to get eaten or bitten. Eaten, <laughs> bitten, bitten, bitten." Yes. And that's what Eight. I would say. I mean, if I was if
0: I was your insurance agent. Shark Johnson here from <laughs> Underwater Mutual, <laughs> Mutual Underwater Insurance of America. <laughs> if you stay underwater, your premiums will stay low. So when Wendy appeared thirty feet from the boat, the crew knew she was in trouble. She was flailing her arms and her mask was off. The dive master signaled to her asking if she was okay. When she didn't respond, he grabbed a life ring and dived in to get her. Wendy wouldn't follow any commands as he approached and was only semi-conscious when he reached her. Just before she slipped back underwater, the dive master inflated her BCD while dropping her weight belt to make sure she was positively buoyant. He quickly towed Wendy back to the boat, initiated emergency procedures. She was put on high-flow oxygen immediately and was evacuated to a hyperbaric chamber. With time, she when was Robert able— When Robert came
1: up, he's like— where the fuck did Wendy go? I was taking these awesome shots. <laughs> I got these awesome
0: pictures of Wendy. Got, with the shark. I, with the
1: shark. With the shark, p- mate. And
0: then and then she's gone. Where's Wendy? Anybody hey, see my buddy? <laughs> yeah, who's the real victim here? It's Robert.
1: Lost my buddy. He's got to spend the rest of his vacation alone. Now he's going to be in, in the next contestant on The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> well, I lost me, my girlie. lost
0: my girl, Wendy.
1: A shark he's got a shark story though. He's yeah, got a, he's got
0: a pretty good chance. If I'm gonna go on the Bachelorette and like I, I'm competing with all these
1: other guys to to score, he to score needed to this get trick, bitten. He needed to get bitten to take it
0: home. She's gonna be like, "Why are you so lonely and without a without a mate?" Well, I had me a mate once, Wendy. Oh, oh Wendy. Wendy! I'll never forget her. Shock came though. There was a shark, and you're alive still. <laughs> yeah, wasn't sure thing. But I got out. According to the Florida Museum of Natural History, there were 218 shark attacks on divers worldwide between 1820 and 2012.
1: Say that number again. 218
0: shark attacks on divers worldwide between the Lord's Year... 1,820 up to 2012. I think that's a little skewed to the incorrect. If the international shark attack file found 130 incidents worldwide just in 2017.
1: Maybe. I can't
0: believe. I don't think there were that many divers. I can't believe that there was less less than 100 in the 200 years prior. But that's what it says. Of those attacks, only 19% were fatal. That that I believe. In general, sharks are opportunistic predators, feeding on sick or injured fish in the water. So a big, noisy diver is not the typical shark diet. Yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) it's not typically on the shark's menu. The real situation, or the real problem in this situation, was Randy's. The real problem in this situation was Wendy's response to the shark. She let her irrational fear get the best of her and blocked out her training. She panicked and bolted for the surface instead of calmly and safely making her way back to the boat with her buddy.
1: Well, the thing I like about this story, as far as a a lesson story for scuba divers, is you you can substitute shark sighting for a lot of things, like mask flooding. Mass floods. Definitely, right? They lose the breathing. They lose concentration, focus, everything. They just, I got to get out of here. That's the only thought that seems to go through their mind.
0: Free-flowing regulator.
1: You're right. All this stuff, of course, you learned in your open water class. You demonstrated that you could do it, and it's supposed to be done to quote-unquote mastery level. But, but when you
0: when it happens on a dive and you start choking because it happens unexpected, not when the when the instructor says, "Everybody ready to do the free flow on the count of three. One, two, three, free flow."
1: Right. Yeah, and you <coughs> when you actually lose yeah. your mask because somebody then, kicks it off, yeah. it you'll see it's not the instructor holding his hand out. Please take off your mask or asking you to remove your your mask. He doesn't even take it from you. Yeah, and then reality is something different. And then you're you're
0: not right there kneeling on the bottom, so you you don't have that subconscious comfort base to draw from because you didn't train in a way that mimicked reality, right? That's why the, the panic sets in, because now it's different. And the reaction
1: is, get to the surface. Thought yeah. goes out the door. The natural instinct is, get to air. I, I didn't hear, what did she die from? Do they say is an embolism? No, she didn't die. Oh,
0: I thought she died. I said, I said that earlier.
1: I'm not listening to you. Well, you, you,
0: <laughs> you jumped over top of me when I said that she was, uh, with time, she was able to make a full recovery.
1: Oh, okay. I jumped Wendy over allowed... top <laughs> You sound bitter. <laughs> You sound like you're holding a grudge here.
0: Wait, I was, I was continuing on with the story when you just jumped in with a whole different idea of something to talk about. Wendy allowed herself to be consumed by fear, failing to exhale on her ascent and become positively buoyant at the surface. Her rapid ascent without exhalation caused the air in her lungs to expand, and that expanding air caused an air embolism. The gas bubble tore a hole in her lung tissue and entered her arterial blood supply, then moved to her brain, causing the rapid onset of stroke-like symptoms and a loss of consciousness. Her injury was serious, but Wendy was lucky to make a full recovery. So a reef shark, uh, even let's say a six-foot reef shark, that came over, pissed off that you were in its waters and just was going to bite you just to say, hey, bitch, get the hell out of my hood. Compared to brain embolism, onset by panic. So the, the lessons for life that they uh, they give us. Number one, ascend slowly and never hold your breath. This is the emergency those diving axioms are intended to avoid. Failure to follow them can lead to serious injury or death. You can't hold your breath and swim to the
1: surface as a scuba diver. Plain and simple. It's bad news. The other th- Part of that, though, is if you're flying to the surface quickly and you just cough, sometimes that's enough to shoot a a bubble back through your your lungs into your blood system. So, yeah, I mean, the slowly part is what I'm getting at. That needs to be emphasized, really.
0: Yeah. Number one, you can't hold your breath and go to the surface. Number two, you can't go to the surface fast Ever. No matter how uncomfortable you are, no matter how scared you are, no matter how panicked you are, you have to stay in it to win it. Yeah, you don't have a choice. I mean, people look at it and they go, well, I mean, you always have a choice. You can go. But right. I'm, I'm going to go, no, you can't. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to make it better. You might get out of one situation, but you're, just, you're creating more out other out ones. Out of the frying and pan that,
1: and into the fire. It,
0: yeah, and is that one better? I'm. I'm going to go so far as to say, hell no! This is actually worse. You just. You just did yourself a disservice and made things worse.
1: Usually, the incident causing the panic, it's perceived. Your mind is working overtime. A lot of the out of air, it's perceived out of air. The, you find out well, the guy had plenty of gas. He's just panicking and over-breathing his rag and not moving enough gas in and out. And CO2 and builds the body up. was running and out. Yeah. He shot some... to
0: the surface so we could get right. get air. He cannot he catch Oh, he got air because right. there's a giant hole in his lungs. all kinds <laughs> of now air Now he got in air. Up. Number two, stop. Think. Breathe and then act. When you are put into a stressful situation, take a moment to think about the best action before reacting on impulse. Eric Douglas, the, the author of this, you know, brings up that point, which yeah, and that's taught in your basic class, right? The stop, think part, get control of your breathing and then act, which is clearly what Wendy did not do. And it's what a lot of people don't do is they just they get that fear and the surface is where safety is is the perceived answer because they're not thinking, and the reason they're not thinking is because they don't have control of their breathing. If you can get control of your breathing, like like forcibly take control of your breathing to the point where you are inhaling and exhaling voluntarily when you want to, not your body just doing it. Right? If you can get that level of control of your breathing you're then going to be able to get control of your brain and your thinking again. That's a huge step if you can get that. That's going to help tremendously. He's got one more lesson for life, which is learn about
1: sharks. Crikey, mate. Watch Shock Week. Or talk to Shark Johnson, eh? (laughs) Well, fuck me, Dad. That's a (laughs) pretty good idea. Learn about the sharks. What about Pack Me Dockies? Is Pack Me Dockies in there?
0: (laughs) Pack Me Dockies is not, (laughs) well... (laughs) I think at the beginning... Packing
1: your dockies should be on the top of the
0: list. I think that's exactly what (laughs) Wendy was doing. She's like, pack me dockies, I'm going up. (laughs) Sharks are wild predators and should never be taken lightly. But most pose little to no threat to divers. Instead of being feared, these beautiful animals should be respected. Yeah, and understanding when you you see even a big six, eight-foot nurse shark cruising the reef in Cozumel, you know, it's... It might be looking for a flounder, you know, a one foot in
1: diameter flounder to eat. It's not it's looking, not looking to, for you. It's
0: not looking for you.
1: As a matter of fact, they usually just want to get away from you. Yeah. They don't want anything to do with you. But let me ask you. I was going to yeah, ask you. Yeah, you were going to ask like, have you ever been in situations where you're you're diving and you're going, okay, things are not going well, I need to get out of here, and had to actually do the slow your breathing down, consciously take control of your breathing, and then the rational thinking takes over and you say, okay, we're done with this dive, let's get out of here. And you yeah, go you, to a normal ascent. Yeah, you have to sometimes. You know, right. you, there, there's times where things just don't go right on
0: a, on a dive, and it, it's very easy to get a little little nervous if your mind your, your, starts your going and starts going and that's only gonna get worse and you have to be in tune enough with yourself to calm back that back down so that you can think through a, a logical process
1: rather than making it worse yeah so you got to be in control of your mind and say okay the perception isn't the reality in the case of underwater panic so don't let that perception take over is what i'm getting at yeah i, I
0: think getting control of your breathing underwater is turning the burner off of the pot of water right mm-hmm. you know and it's taking wait, the hot water that's, completely that's step, off yeah the that's burner. step yeah. one right like, yeah. turn off the heat that's so a that,
1: good analogy i like that just breathe you got gas you're breathing uh, i think that's the next thing right boom check your, Look gas. At your gauge okay you got a lot of gas i'm good i
0: know yeah. if if the shit totally hits the fan we need 1100 psi to get up i'm at 22 and that was right. planned, guess, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So we <laughs> yeah. okay, okay, calm the hell down. We've got all the gas in the world. We've got all the time in the world, right? Get my buddy's attention. Get Let's get each other's awareness so we're both on the same page of what's happening. I mean, those, those That's the, the cool, calm, collected steps that you need to do. And that's where having the right planning at the beginning and not just swimming around the dive, my computer's going to beep at me when I should get low on air. Right. right. It, if that's your, your dive plan, yeah, you're probably going <laughs> to panic
1: you be scared and nervous and, and especially and think the surface is where I got if it over. doesn't beep and you look down and it's not working or it was beeping, but you didn't hear it because all you were doing was There's a number of reasons that that mentality you just spoke of is just a poor way to enter the water. There's so many points in the th- that, that plan where it can go south. The gas monitoring can be ignored. So from the get-go, you plan for enough gas to get two divers back to the surface comfortably and safely meaning you're still going to do your safety stops, you're still going to go up at a normal ascent rate with two divers, right? So that's how you start your dive plan. How much gas do I need to get back from my furthest, deepest point with two divers sharing gas off one tank or one one gas supply?
0: Whatever that number is, be it 500, 800, 1600. If you're above that, you know you've got time to think and work your way home.
1: If you're less than that, shame on you. You should be paying attention more. And you should have planned yeah. better because right. that's the rock bottom. That's that's where rock bottom comes from.
0: Yeah. Well, cool stuff today, people. I hope you enjoyed Shark Week out there, everybody. Did you watch Shark Week? What was your favorite show? Send us a message. Let us know. Have you ever been attacked by the shark and went right to the pub to show off your, your bite marks to pick up chicks
1: and get free beers? I want to know how, I many, hear how many people have gotten lucky with a, a, a shark attack.
0: Not even... It, Octopus attack. Any attack. Eel
1: attack. I would take any attack on this. Anybody ever have a great story
0: of uh, being in the water, something happening, you (laughs) telling about it at the pub and you got lucky? We want to hear that story. From that story. story. Send us an email. Tell us about it. So everybody who's been sending us messages and ratings and reviews lately, uh, we've been getting a bunch of them coming through. Everybody, thank you guys very much. Uh, We're greatly... Appreciative. We're approaching that hundred review mark. Please keep those coming through so we can pass that number and uh be very proud of ourselves. For the most scuba reviews, Brando and I are gonna go to the pub and we're gonna say we are the only scuba podcast with over a hundred ratings and reviews. Yes, that's us. Crikey. Shock Johnson and we'll feel we'll feel <laughs> Brando. Okay, so thanks again, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. Let's uh, sign these logbooks.
1: Good luck at the pub. Dive safe. Wolfiel, Schwartzy. Let me, let me see your book here.
0: Will you accept this rose? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Till next time, guys. Dive safe.